0: T O L K I E N, and Instagram at Tipples and Tolkien. So cozy up, pour yourself a drink, and come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien. Action
1: stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat. Action stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the ship not a drill.
0: The Cylons were created by man.
1: They rebelled. They evolved. They look. And feel. Human.
0: Some are programmed to think they are human.
1: There are many there are copies. There
2: are many
0: copies.
1: And they have a plan.
2: Revelie, Revelie wait, that's not right. Action stations, action stations. Set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome again to Set Condition One, a Night Shift Radio original. I'm your host, SC1 Actual, Caleb. And joining me, smoking at the bar for some reason, is the <laughs> XO Kitsy. You know I don't smoke. <laughs> There's a lot of things I thought I knew about you. <laughs> oh. And the president of the Twelve Colonies, the podcast, and
1: our hearts, Andrea.
0: Hi. <laughs> I hi. worked on that. I worked on that all <laughs> afternoon. How'd I do?
1: Yeah, can, we, can we get a clean take, good? actually? Is that...
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got it.
1: That was perfect, but do it better. Hi. <laughs> can, we get just like it? A, can we just get, like, a couple more just so we have some choices in editing?
0: Yeah, sure. Do you want, like, a fun one?
1: Yeah, do a fun one.
0: Uh, hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, good. Do, another, do another fun one. Like the same but different or different but the same? Different but the same. Hi.
1: (laughs) No one wants a Charlie in the box. (laughs) That's correct. No one wants a Charlie in the box. And with
2: that, we come to, we have arrived. We're losing it over here. We have arrived, no matter Mm -hmm. how you slice it, because there's a couple ways we could slice it. Mm -hmm. We have arrived at our very own final five.
0: Not square, like those not, fucking weird
2: Chicago pizzas. And uh, apparently uh, not like the, uh, the payments company anymore, which as of today is known as Block. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, what <laughs> happened? Why?
2: <laughs> because Jack's a fucking weirdo.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Asked and answered.
2: So there are, including tonight... There are... There 20. are two we'll call them regular episodes left and then the finale Yes, we have almost completed this journey andrea Andrea's shaking her head before before we
1: no just just to kind of prolong andrea's um inevitable (laughs) suffering here (laughs) please do um it it prolongs not the right word I, i meant like put off uh so all these companies changing their names, like Facebook is now Meta, and Square is now Block, apparently. Mm-hmm. I just found out. Should we be rebranding? Yeah. Do y'all think we should rebrand? hmm Now that we have, you know, a handful of episodes left? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Before the we'll end have, of the show? We'll have to commission a, uh, a study uh, on a, a name that is uh, obnoxious and broy enough
0: mm-hmm.
2: to,
1: like, really fit in. It's got to be, like, one word... Uh-huh.
0: Keystone
1: No more than two syllables.: it's
0: Because Keystone light, I just realized that's what because you said Browie and I thought bad beer and got to Keystone:
1: oh, it's, you know
2: what it, you know what it needs to be? Oh where is it? Oh, where is it? God damn it. Uh, carb.
0: W- would you call me?:
2: I'm sorry what? Carb. Fel my what? <laughs> So apparently the toothpaste brand that Kara uh, offers up as the prize for the first uh, first pilot to find a habitable rock uh, is a, the the last tube of Toron toothpaste in the universe. The brand on that is, Fel, is either Felger or Felger. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But that's uh, how it's Felger Fel- Carb.
0: Oh, God. Uh,
2: which apparently was a word used in the original series to mean shit. Uh, <laughs> that's course, funny. Toron being a reference to uh, you know Taurus the bull, uh, and so bullshit. The joke can be made that she offered them bullshit toothpaste. Yes,
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's
2: very good. You know, no, I know what it would. If if we were
1: to rebrand, it would be Cobble. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> That's perfect. All caps Cobble. Yep. Oh yeah, goes without saying. All caps.
2: MapQuest approved.
1: All right, well, uh, welcome to the first episode of (laughs) COBOL! Wait, does that mean that you're the host now? Yes, I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me in the place where we do the podcast is Caleb. (laughs) He's in the place where it's hidden. As you can tell, I didn't plan for this. No, Caleb, our listeners cool. have got
2: to be like, God damn, they're just, they they've, they've run out, haven't they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, as our longtime listeners will know, this podcast does not do well with me in charge. So Caleb, I'm going to just hand <laughs> this back over to you because, boy.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so I want to give a, a special shout out uh, once again to BattlestarWiki.org. Oh,
1: yeah. uh, Your new which, new favorite oh. website.
2: Without which I have managed to make it through the entire series until uh, these last couple of weeks, and I don't know how because this is amazing. Uh, we will be uh, revisiting the unanswered questions again later on in the episode love that uh, we can we can look forward to that over the, the next few episodes as I uh, enjoy creating the, the the Battlestar study guide <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this this is another episode where there's a shitload of action and the plot moves ever so slightly.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And it's it's really interesting the degree to which the show has slowed down in the last just handful of episodes. Um, I
0: liked this episode much more than last week's, but do you think this is just a pacing issue with the writers? That they thought they were rushing towards something and then realized they had a little more time to like...
1: Or are they stalling because they don't know what they're doing? Ray they're like, Hague. oh shit, how are we gonna end this show?
0: Yeah, I, that's what I wonder.
2: I really don't know because yeah, like it 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 the show has done this a few times where we've got a get a whole bunch of action, there's big, huge time jumps, like lots of stuff is covered, and then we have these real slowdown moments. Um, and I feel like it's kind of almost lulling us into like, okay, what what's happening? Uh-huh. What's happening, what's happening? That's gonna be BAM
0: which is often the case. There's been a few times throughout the series where I've said, like, I hope things pop off soon. Because, and then things
2: pop the fuck off, don't they? And then they always
0: do, yeah.
2: Entirely popped off. Uh, this also is an episode that I feel like raises as many questions as it answers, mm-hmm. if not more. I, I would say um, more so, uh, again, we have a few concurrent uh, storylines that are going. Uh, let's briefly touch on the state of the Galactica uh, as it currently is. We know that the. Don't the- touch
0: on it too hard, it might, uh, yeah, it might break.
2: <laughs> the hole might collapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we know that uh, under the direction of uh, the reinstated Chief Tyrell, uh, the Cylon and human uh, fleets together have been working on reinforcing the Galacticus hole with the uh, Cylon Goop. Cylon and Goop. It's, uh, according to the Chief, it's going to do the trick. It'll get them at least a few jumps uh but but not much more and of course you know everyone the, the the question on everyone's mind is how many jumps uh and he quite literally says until the hole collapses <laughs> so I mean, that's i mean that's a fair answer though yeah, yeah you'll get what you get mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and so that means i mean it's a it, it for their sake, it's a good thing that the show's almost over, because right. uh, otherwise they're going to find themselves stranded uh, without the Galactica real soon.
1: I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to have a show called Battlestar Galactica. Without the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Couldn't, this sounds, I almost said it's this is a... just
1: Colonial Fleet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I almost said this is a joke, but now I think maybe it's a good idea, and I shouldn't say it until we get to the... Home. The segment that we do every single week without fail, where okay. I present my theories for what yes. could be happening.
2: I've never missed a week.
0: That's right. Should not I once. save it?
2: If it's a theory about what could be happening and you feel like it fits in that segment, then write it down. Do you no, have cause your, I, I do have, have a really
0: good... No, I'm ice? not in my room. <laughs> I'd have to write it on an actual piece of paper. Um, <laughs> no, I have a really for that? good theory for later. So I'm going to say my fake theory now. And if it ends up being a good theory, we'll pretend like... You can okay. just edit it it and delete the podcast later. <laughs> That's also true. Um, why don't they just jump? We know time stuff is happening, so why don't we just jump back to Earth, back before it was irradiated? Because they they can't, don't know time stuff is happening.
1: They they don't have the ability to tr- travel backwards in time.
2: Yeah. So the Cylons jumped forward. To our knowledge, we have when? no no. Record of there being time travel at all? Don't we know? There's, oh, it's like, another example of me being so stupid. There's I've, some timey wimey shit happening, but uh, it's there's not no, no indication that the, that they actually have working time travel.
0: That's true. Because okay, then then what I said was a funny joke instead of an actual theory. Yeah, because <laughs> That's, they,
2: they uh, give. that was great.
0: Because when they all leave Earth, we do know time passed much more quickly for the Cylons traveling. Than Which for the is the fleet, right? Which more is so spacey, no. No. more yeah. so physics
2: than than time travel. Yeah, time travel, time passed slower for the. the oh, that's what the I five Oh, for, for the final five. Yes. Th- oh, okay, yes. yes, okay.
1: I thought you yeah. meant the entire Cylon fleet after they attack. So I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because they were, as we learned from from uh, Doctor Daniel, uh, since they were traveling at uh, near light speed. Uh, or relativistic speeds, rather, they uh, time slowed down for them. So we that's we that's know that's, right. we know that's okay. real science now. So
0: can't they just do that backwards? No. Oh.
1: You you okay. can't you you can slow down the forward movement of time, but you cannot turn time backwards. As far as our understanding of mm. time and physics if is, if I could turn back time, now.
2: unless you can jump into the reverse mirror universe. What's that from which is theoretically a thing oh yeah oh. have you have you ever seen that theory that uh, the think um, like parallel to our to our universe traveling in a forward direction as we perceive it is a mirror universe that is traveling backwards as we would perceive it towards so,
1: the so beginning it's point. like the doctor and river song where their timelines intersect but are moving in opposite <laughs> directions oh kind of no. like that yeah <laughs> that's such a cool storyline it really
0: yeah, is. here i am to cry
1: i keep threatening to threatening i keep saying i'm going to rewatch all of the river song episodes but in her timeline order mm. oh that would be fun that's a fun project I, I might do that after this podcast is over and i have more free time you should do that. You no, do you'll definitely
2: that. have more free time when this podcast is over. You know who's not going to have more free time, though? It's Sonia accepting her new position on the Quorum of Ships Captains.
0: <laughs> who I was like, who the fuck Sonya? is Sonya? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the internet?
2: Expert move. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Lee takes a moment to formally congratulate a number six who we have not yet met before, as far as we know, who at least has not been named prior to now, uh, Sonya six. Uh ah. because the way that they're the, the the way that the pilots are referred to by their their numbers, it's almost like it's their surname, like you know mm. they, they'd say Thrace or Agathon or whatever it's six and eight uh so I'm going to call her Sonia six. I like that. Uh, Sonia Six is, is the first Cylon representative to the Quorum, and as we covered uh, before, the the new Quorum represents the the ship's captains rather than the the twelve colonies, which I think is a much better way to to govern, and hopefully will lead to significantly less uh, civilian belly aching. But mm-hmm. it, won't. Gonna, mm-hmm. it won't. It won't. No. It certainly won't. <laughs> but uh, her her first official act. Is to uh, formally request the uh, the extradition of the eight known as Boomer.
1: Oof, <laughs>
2: which uh, the Admiral <laughs> you know, reminds uh, Sonia that uh, Boomer, as he said, put two bo- put two in my chest. I uh, put two holes in my chest. Sorry. Now say it like a Dama. Uh, she put two holes in my chest. Yeah. <laughs> um. My throat is actually a little bit scratchier than normal tonight, so I feel like I'm getting closer to you his, actually. Really, yeah, lean into <laughs> that. That's You're good. he's doing it. Um, to which Sonia makes uh, a great line. I'm, like, oh, I, I'm afraid I worded that incorrectly. <laughs> uh, we, don't want, we don't want to set her free. We want to try her for treason. Which uh, Boom! Is, I yeah, boom, boom-er. yeah,
0: uh, yep. I thought she was gonna say, like, oh, I sorry, I worded that incorrectly. You're going to, yeah, yeah. Us.
1: that's what I yeah. thought was coming uh-huh. too. I forgot, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, that they, they play that up like she's gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, did I stutter? Like, exactly. but it was like, no, 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 we're on <laughs> your side here, mm-hmm. we want to be the ones that do it,
2: yep. Because, <laughs> oh, uh, Trisha Helfer channels just a little bit of that Caprica energy mm-hmm. in yeah. that one statement. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. It's just that moment where you're like, "Oh shit, she's gonna, she's gonna tell him what for." And, you know, it. We know the the admiral uh, stops and listens when a powerful woman tells him what for. <laughs> That's right. So. That's true.
1: That's canonical. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But, I, I like that uh, she she flips it around on us. And, you know, we, we recognize that.
1: Yeah, she gets that, uh, <laughs> <flip> it around <laughs> me, bl- all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Keep your pants on. Oh, I love like this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we know that, that Boomer uh, aligned herself with Cavill. She was the, the only aide br- to break ranks. And, you know, uh, up until... This last episode or two, it seemed like you know, she's she's fully on uh fully on Cavill's side, even though like we we saw kind of the origins of that with her being groomed essentially by him. I was, oh, Gross. I, like, I just get so grossed out thinking about it. <laughs> but uh Boomer in the brig, she she seems to kind of uh she seemed to have come around a little bit. She you know, she helped Ellen escape and She's not, you know, she's not putting up a fight. She's not, uh, she's not causing a scene. And then you know, the, the chief, he's worried about her. He, he doesn't want them to, to kill her. He, he tries everything he can think to, uh, to get them to stop, uh, including you know, uh, cajoling the, the other five, uh, well, the other three, basically, uh, trying to plead with the president for clemency, all sorts of things. And, and nobody, uh, nobody's listening. But he goes to, to visit Boomer, and they share just a, a lovely little moment where uh, she, she shows him her personal projection of what she imagined their house on Picon would have been when they, when they mustered out. Just, but do you think they would have ever been able to catch up after they mustered out?
1: Fuck no, you. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I boy. I was trying to make a joke, like, what did they get the mustard out of? <laughs> Yours was better, though. Oh, I'm going to relish this moment. Fuck oh. off. <laughs> Fuck all the way off. I am. I quit. There are
0: Buffy fans listening right now who are yelling that nobody, I'd be the only one I think who could, but can make the, they got the mustard out reference from Once More With Feeling. So I just want to leave that here as well, just excellent. so that our, that our Buffy listeners can sleep
2: tonight. Was that the musical? hmm mm, Excellent it's a great episode it's
0: a very good
1: episode yes Uh,
2: but you know you know who wasn't in this episode though hot dog hot dog (laughs) thank you (laughs) boom (laughs) you (laughs) dum-dums oh thank you for participating in that I don't even remember where we were.
1: Oh I, she, I, had, she, I had decided before you started speaking that I was going to make a hot dog reference the first fucking opportunity I got, and then you just set me cute. right up for it. That mm-hmm. was exactly
2: what I wanted. <laughs> uh, okay, so she was showing her, her her personal projection. He gets super freaked out by, you know... Um, it, it stands to reason that the five would have the same capability, that they most likely gave it to the, the other eight, but uh, we've never seen, uh, as far as we know... Unlo- oh... 6 has done it. Well, Six we've is never not seen one of the final five, the five right. do it. With oh. the possible exception of I wonder if that's what's going on whenever uh, Saul uh Frax, either 6 or Ellen.
0: Oh, and <gasps> he maybe he doesn't even realize <gasps> He doesn't realize even know that
1: what it is. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably it. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about that until that literally sense. just now. So, hmm, interesting. Is,
0: do we Oh uh, boy. <laughs> Our assumption has been, wait, who, Hmm. you know, there's the episode when we first learn that what Cylon projection is kind of Six is walking through Uh the halls. Is it with Baltar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, never mind.
2: Yeah, she teaches him about it.
0: So they do have the ability, as far as we know, to project. It's not Cylon to Cylon projection. It's more like out into the atmosphere projection, kind of.
2: Yeah, which is interesting because... How would someone who wasn't a Cylon see it?
0: Right, that was my. Huh,
1: huh, huh, Ed, huh. I do
0: think we're all a little bit Cylon, though. Remember,
1: I also mm-hmm. like how um, Boomer and and Chief held their hands up to like touch, so they could do the Cylon projection thing, but through glass. Apparently, yes. yes. I'm not sure why they need to hold their hands up to each other That's if it's through symbolic. glass. Symbolic.
2: Well, yeah, I, I think it has to be symbolic because just like with, with Baltar, we've seen they, they don't need to touch to to Are do we it. Are so. sure
0: of that?
1: Because We're not sure of because anything.
0: Because Six has done a lot of projecting with Baltar, but she's also done a lot of touching. And I don't know that <laughs> I've... That sounds like a joke, but I don't know that I've been tracking it to see if she's
2: ever done it. I don't know that we've ever seen Six and not touching in the same room.
1: That's a good point. Really good point. Andrew, I think when we're done with with the show, you need to go back and take copious notes on when Six is and is not touching anyone.
0: I would love to. (laughs) I'm ready.
2: Listeners, if you could see her eyes. (laughs) If you've ever seen Dirty Dancing, you'll know. They're hungry eyes. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
0: so, Subtle.
2: So, Chief, uh, he gets freaked out. He leaves. He later comes back, and they, they do it again. And I, I think it really is just a symbolic, like, oh, I wish we could touch hands through mm-hmm. the glass. But, uh uh, he starts, he goes immediately to the kitchen and pulls out a couple glasses. He's going to pour them a, a celebratory drink. And then he sees the, the little markings on the wall where uh, a small child's height has been measured throughout the years. Uh, and, he, and he's like, What? Mm-hmm. And they have a little <laughs> <laughs> laughing moment. It's
0: weird energy there, if you ask it me. Is, it's mm-hmm. very
2: weird energy. Uh, but he runs upstairs and sees a, a, a bedroom with a little like, plaster handprint that says, uh, for Daddy, love Dion, and he opens the door, and there's a another, like seven or eight year old child in there, and it's oh my god! It, he's sold. Hey, that's that's the life he wants.
0: I <laughs> didn't catch the name, and I was doing some weird assuming.
2: I yeah I just realized it, it's it's really it's it's really sloppy kids handwriting, so it kind of looks a lot like mine uh, <laughs> or mine. So it, it's really hard to read. But I, I had the luxury of looking on IMDb.
0: Brag, I, um,
2: I wanted to know because uh, there, there is an implication at some point. Uh, there was an implication to me, how I read it at some point, that it could, could possibly have been uh, Hera.
0: That was my thought too.
2: But it was not.
0: Okay, so well, I'm. I don't know if I'm more or less um, kind of like, huh. About that, because I guess, um, what's his name? Tyrrell. Tyrrell has. I know it's not his biological son, but Tyrrell has Nikki still, right? No, he's just with Hot Dog now.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all.
1: Yeah.
2: So he's just maybe that's why we're not seeing Hot Dog as much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a kid to take he's
1: care of. Busy. Now. So. Uh, he's still trying to figure out how to change a damn diaper. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know I say this with the hindsight of knowing what happens next. Um, but I will say I didn't really remember what happened in this episode, as I was watching it, Mm-hmm. same. And, uh, so when I saw this and initially thought, what is happening, Andrew, what are you doing? I'm listening closer. <laughs> oh, I see. Thank you. Uh, what what I felt while watching this and, and not remembering what was going to happen next was this feels super fucking manipulative by Boomer right now. Like, this does not feel genuine. This, this feels like she wants to manipulate Chief into doing something. And I think mm-hmm. I was right.
2: And <laughs> here's how I can tell you that it worked. Because he uh, did something. Because I fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought like I don't I don't remember this, but this feels like she think like, she really is trying trying to to like to make up for things and like maybe she feels shitty about joining with, with Cavill and like the chief's gonna help her and like you know they she, they seeing each other again it it just reignites that that old passion we. We know that the chief never got over it, you know, that whole uh, speech about, like, you know, some of us didn't have the luxury of uh, being with who we loved. Right. Uh, and, you know, she even talks about how, like, you know, I had to, to try to move on to, to not think about you. Well, um,
0: and especially because, yeah, her breakout scene from the the episode when she and, um, who does she leave with? Ellen. Ellen, I was like, Mm Rosalind, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, her scene when she leaves with Ellen feels that that doesn't feel put on. Like, we talked about how that made more sense. Like, I was happy that the boomer that we knew was back, that it's, that, you know, and so now for this to be, so it's a bummer. It's a boomer bummer.
2: uh, It's a boomer bummer. God damn it. Uh, We've had a number that that could have been one of the recurring segments in the show. It's a (laughs) boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So apparently, I don't get up early enough for that. Remind me to
0: put some uh, reverb on that in the edit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Apparently, it was confirmed uh, in an official statement uh, that uh, Boomer's escape with Ellen was staged so she could kidnap Hera uh, and that she had intended to use the chief but their interactions did awaken feelings she thought were dead. Oh, but the, the confirmation being that like that escape that we fell for was staged. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: like you said that the, uh, the, the projection felt manipulative. I fell for that too. Uh, So the, like for the last few episodes, I've been thinking like shit, like boomers back. Like, what's this dynamic going to be like? Are we going to have like, is she going to have a redemption arc like Athena did? And like, there's going to be, Two eight, uh, like... There's two of them. Named eights in the uh, in the fleet or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, it, is there going to be uh, a tension between Boomer and Athena and Healer? Yes.
0: Ooh, please, uh, yep.
2: As a, a side note, we'll get to, to why in a bit. But uh, this episode did confirm to me that uh, the last several days, weeks, months, whatever, that the silence have been amongst the fleet must have been very difficult for Hilo. (laughs) Because he can't tell which one his wife is. (laughs) Oof. So in a a desperate bid to... Well,
1: uh, I mean, to be fair for him, it's it's probably been pretty easy up until this episode, because up until now, his wife's the only one that's been wearing, like, colonial mm -hmm. uniforms. But like...
2: When that's like when her clothing is literally the only distinguisher sure. I do like that He is that, at a
1: disadvantage. Yeah. I mean they are genetic fucking exact copies. Well, I so. do
0: like that Boomer doesn't she's or not Boomer, Athena, Jesus. Um doesn't seem to like she holds it against him, but like <laughs> doesn't I guess that's Boomer. It's very confusing. Should um, we just
1: talk about that part now since we're kind of all over it?
0: But she's yeah. Um but Athena. she's like very uh i don't know i was preemptively annoyed at her being mad at heel for not being able to tell that it was her that it was boomer but she's not she's just
2: yeah. you
0: know devastated by the situation which i think is reasonable but i'm glad she wasn't like
2: yeah so in his desperation to save boomer's life he the chief takes advantage of one of the many uh brownouts oof. due to the, the repairs on the galactica And when the lights are off, he takes a wrench to another eight who's been working uh, on the ship with him, which really is just kind of rude. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, very
1: rude.
2: I I mean... Listen, I understand why, but it's still very rude. Uh and he sneaks her into the brig and sneaks uh Boomer out, swaps their clothes. S- uh, this uh,
0: Scooby Doo thing that they do sometimes <laughs> is very funny.
2: Yeah, it really is great because the the lights come back on and the the marine guards are like, "Oh, thanks for thank thanks for helping out, chief when the lights go off, we got to we got to check them locks and Mhm. You know, she's just been asleep the whole time. They never suspect a goddamn thing. It's adorable. Dummies. Like they wouldn't hear, they wouldn't see movement. And yeah, like,
1: I'm I'm curious as to how exactly that transpired. Very uh, carefully.
2: This is one of my favorite. Like, I guess we just got to believe that this happened. movements mm-hmm. in the show, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, I do want to see like B-roll uh, of the chief like dragging this eight through the halls and nobody noticing. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, ducking through the, the, the corridors and, like, into, like, the, the tunnels like he did when the well, mutiny was happening. I, I was
0: just going to say, he he's used to, like, sneaking around in corridors with Boomer. So it's not yeah. all that different for him. Yes, they probably that's left true. the sea corridors. coming on Causeway C.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Open. Oh, it's not that I'm surprised. I just love it because that's a very specific thing to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so he, he makes the, the swamp with the idea that uh, Boomer will then pretend to be Athena, get on a raptor, and fly the fuck away to safety, uh, and everything
1: will be great. Hmm. And by safety, you mean back into Cavill's arms. Right. Yes. What, 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 Which
2: uh, we know, but of course the the chief at this point is, is, is as fooled as I was uh, a couple days ago. Uh, but... Uh, Boomer just, she can't, she can't just stay on mission. She's, she's got to deviate a little bit. She's got to, she's got to get her own, own her own little, stake on uh, it. Uh, put her own <laughs> stake on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she apparently has a, a, a really weird beef with, uh, with Athena. Like she just is, a, it's jealousy or envy or something like that. This is another thing that is confirmed. Like she specifically goes and targets Athena. She didn't have to do this. Right. Uh, but she walks into the into the locker room, which apparently no one ever goes in more than like one or two people at a time. So the, the like you can do whatever the frack you want Anything? in there, obviously, and never get caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> Athena sees the the boomer as well. Sees the boomer, sees the eight in the maintenance worker clothing. And is like, oh great, Have you come to to fix the the lights or the shower or whatever? And turns around. Oh shit! The Wrench boomer. to the face, and then just fucking. Boomer just punches her mm-hmm. and punches her and punches yeah, her. Yeah, it is. Just oof. beats her senseless, ties her and gags her and shoves her in a, like a shower stall or something like that. Uh, and as she's washing the blood off, who should happen to walk in? Just, just ever so timely. Oh, poor Hilo. This, this guy. Not poor only, Hilo.
1: Not only does he just walk in, but also he's trying to get some before she leaves on her mm-hmm. mission.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at first she's kind of like, "Okay, oh, hey, hi, honey," and like kind of like shrugging him off and avoiding him. But then, like, just as like she catches on that he's, he's she's like, "Oh, like,
0: this is dumb dumb." He doesn't know
2: something's wrong here, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know what yet. the The light hasn't gone on, but the hand is reaching for the switch. Yeah, <laughs> um, and she's like, "Oh, better fucking," and boy, do she. Boy, douchey.
1: So, do she. while while Athena watches.
0: I
2: know,
1: half conscious from the fucking toilet stall.
0: Yeah, that's rough. That part is not ideal.
2: Yeah, but uh, Boomer Boomer gets her little piece, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, goes and uh, she goes and picks up Hera from, from school. Oh, sorry, we, we forgot about her. Uh, we, we we forgot about her physical, and listen. I know that those the the, the teachers and the the attendants whatnot at the the daycare or the school or whatever are probably really busy and just like worn ragged like everyone else, but even more so because they're dealing with all of the children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but like you know that there are now dozens of people who look exactly like this one very important woman. Yep. And you don't you don't do anything to verify that. Who's you know what you know what? Things happen. It, Mm-hmm. You but, know, like, you know, this, Caleb, this, this was, kind of thing this
1: happens. Is a biz, <laughs> I, was saying, yeah. I was getting ready to, to call you out and be like, yeah, but, like, if someone who looked exactly like the person that was supposed to be picking up this kid walked in to pick up the kid, you wouldn't be suspicious, but. You made a good point. It's well known that there are many of them running around the ship. Mm-hmm. It's not—it's not like it's not like no one knew that there was another eight on board. Yeah, it's not. So yeah, you're. you're I think I'm on your side now. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And we're not at the beginning of the series where like you can just assume that it's all the same person because yeah. you don't know there's others. Well, even so.
1: even before there, th- when they knew there were others, but there was only one on Galactica. Yeah. Like I could still see being like, oh, okay, hi. You're definitely Athena. Yeah. Yep. So, oof.
2: Uh, <laughs> but makes makes her drink uh, a special juice.
1: But but uh. on the on the plus on, on the flip side though, I'm thinking how how would that work though? Like how would they verify that she's Athena? Like because for some reason the idea of being like oh let's call your husband and see if it's okay, like seems really condescending well, especially because
0: he can't tell the difference anyway so yeah. like
1: although he would be like why is she picking up our kid from right? daycare right now she's supposed to be leaving on a mission I don't understand I think you'd
0: have to have them both confirm like I don't know what else you could do but yeah. but that and you'd have to do that with any Cylon parent which you're right does seem like hold on now little lady yeah, exactly say, it's, exactly it's like but it, I, it gets, but I don't know
1: what else you can do like what she now yeah. she next she can't get a credit card without Hilo's permission oh, right. like <laughs> what,
2: like, come on! Yeah. No, I, I, I don't mean to like fully call out the the attendance. It's just one of those things where like I feel like that that's exactly why in our world schools have rules like that where like right. you, know, you know, parent has to sign the person out.
0: yeah you know, I, I think like know. eight is a very special circumstance i don't think every parent that comes through
1: yes, if it's exactly. the mother
0: should have to have the father's you know but
2: exactly but but,
1: but, but then at one. the same time it kind of feels like you're singling eight out which you are mm-hmm. but like that feels wrong but, i don't yeah. know it's yeah. it's a it's a tricky but then, it's an ethical pickle but then,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens though. And uh, the, the special juice uh, clearly is, is to drug the child so that she can be shoved into a uh, shipping container mm-hmm. of sorts, some, some luggage, uh, which the, the chief helps her uh, lift it up into the, the raptor, but it's kind of like banging around. She's like, easy, chief. Like, <laughs> hey, hey don't crush my
1: chips, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh,
2: and, of course, uh, there's the whole, like, you should come with me. He's like, I can't but you go be free and then they kiss and then What
0: loves. if he'd said yes? <laughs> like what would Sharon have done?
1: I think she would have taken him with him.
2: Yeah, I think that the, I think she was genuine. I think <sighs> with, so when she tells him you no know, whatever happens now. Yeah. I meant what I said with all of my heart and I I think that was true. Yeah. That's a man that really I think she she came to take advantage of him and she caught feelings. She fucked around and well, she found out
0: she's a weak model, but in the end, she'll carry out her mission. So and oh she my does. God, it's and there true. She does.
2: Um,
1: Foreshadowing.
2: Uh, 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 Hilo is uh, is seen giving a briefing, uh, not quite as exciting as uh, the one that Starbuck gave earlier with <laughs> no. the toothpaste. Uh, in comes stumbling uh, Athena. <laughs> she just looks at him in the locker room. Ugh. It was Boomer And he's like oh, oh He's like shit. oh
1: I fucked up
2: <laughs> And so he, you know, he tells uh, He tells A6 just again He just refers to her as 6 uh, to get a medic uh, Tells one of the other pilots to uh, Get the CIC on the line uh, On the horn and let them know That Boomer's loose
0: mm-hmm.
2: Boomer, Boomer gonna escape and we have this uh, this great little moment of boomer sitting in the in, in the raptor in the, the uh, launch bay and just like hey got 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 a status update for me how about hey, that I, how about that clearance can, can i can i launch now? in my bay What's going on with the what's the delay? What's the hold up? So,
1: uh, I and she's
2: com- just like, "Ah, well, yeah, I know. We just uh we got there's some traffic, you know. We just got to get that taken care of, and you know, like we just you know, we need it to be clear, and you know, once the traffic clears up, we'll let you go. But, you know, we're just waiting on some traffic." He kind of nedries out. Not really. That, that would be funny though.
1: <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh and you know, she, she uses the call sign Athena, but when the admiral's had enough, he gets on the horn and says, "Boomer, shut it down and come back." And she's like, "Copy that," and <laughs> starts the engine, just yep. like got
0: it.
2: Starts to, to take off, and the, the admiral has a, a pretty bold uh, strategy to retract the flight pods, close uh, the
1: pod bay doors, Hal. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh,
2: probably no, should have opened open the
1: pod bay doors.
2: Oh, open open the pod mm-hmm. bay doors uh well, they were you already probably open, so that probably awesome. should have thought of this uh at least a, a couple minutes sooner uh, cuz it might have bought them the time they need to prevent her from actually getting out but uh uh, she, uh this is one of the few uh really good daring uh flight escapes that we get to see in this show Yeah, you know how in in, in like fighter plane movies they always like fly through canyons and shit we don't get a lot of that in this show mm-hmm. but uh, she narrowly escapes through the the, the flight bay door, and, with uh, with
1: like ninety eight percent of her raptor. Yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> she, she, she loses a little bit of the of the wing, which is gonna it's gonna really suck when she you know, she has to fly in atmosphere. I don't know if that's true, which probably would. I know. mean, um, and uh, she spools up, and we, Hot Dog does get uh, does Hot get Dog a is in this, in this episode. That's, that's right, right. I forgot. Uh, he's like, come on, don't do it. Don't do it. And she jumps. And here is one of the most glaring inconsistencies in the show. Um, as she's spooling up in the, the flight bay, they're like, she can't jump inside the ship. The spatial mm-hmm. di- to- distortion will, will grip the ship's guts out or whatever. It's, that's a tie line. Um, Thailand. and when she does jump, she's outside the Galactica, but she's really close to the hull and it just, Tears through the yeah, hole. like it's not Big, great. dense, like, pieces of, of steel come flying off the, the works. It's a, it's a whole thing. But here's the thing. As we have seen the much larger ships jump super close to each other and never the, like there's not a proportional spatial distortion from them. In fact, there's a scene, uh, I think it's the Tilium ship, that jumps away with a raptor j- literally about to dock with it. So mm-hmm. within feet, the, the raptor's not harmed at all. And a larger ship would, with larger mesh, should have a larger uh, spatial distortion yeah. as it's preparing to to fold time and
1: space. Yeah, we- but, but you see, Caleb, you're comparing ships that are like solid to the crumbling Galactica. That's true. Yeah, but and, the- and 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 that happened to just be the the one like weak spot they were really working on. Oh yeah, sure, definitely. So that's. That's super convenient. Well, well, Chief was like right there when it happened. So, like, obviously, he was where the work was happening. So,
2: Galactica at her weakest is still significantly sturdier than a single Raptor.
1: I disagree. Mm. You can't just say, I disagree. Yes, (laughs) I can. I say it all the time. I disagree. You can disagree, but you're still wrong. (laughs) I disagree. Speaking Uh, of
2: FTL drives, don't we have greatest (laughs) contests? We are well past the halfway point of
1: this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Mul- I forgot I had a job to do. We have multiple Crazy yeah. dra- at
0: the bar. You we have- took
1: the
2: host job and then you gave it up and now now you just, don't even remember. Now I'm just
1: doing. Uh, anyway, we've got multiple Drazi contacts. Uh, I think Boomer just jumped away with, uh, with Hera, so we're going to go jump after her. I think. I don't know. Ads go here and then we talk more. That's how this works. <laughs> Hi, podcast listeners. This is
2: Caleb from Nightshift Radio. If you love spooky stories as much as I do, but maybe aren't entirely sure that you believe in the paranormal, then you'll enjoy the newest Nightshift Radio original, Possibly Normal. Twice a month, we tell a true story of possible paranormal encounters from the perspective of the person who witnessed the events. In these stories, we offer no attempted at explanation, only the truth as it was observed. So join me as Nightshift Radio presents Possibly Normal starting January 2022, wherever you listen to podcasts. How how disappointed do you think the Admiral was when he found out that he couldn't shoot Boomer's ship down? I'm going with very.
0: The
1: most, yeah. Well, that's think- a good point, because he does say, like, if you jump or if you, if you take off, we will shoot you down. And she's like, I doubt you will, because I've got Hera on board. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start closing the pod doors. <laughs> He's just like, God, God uh, damn it. Damn it. You just see it in his eyes. You like, know there was a moment where he was like, <laughs> okay, how precise can we shoot with these guns? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> he 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 weighed that. He, you he, know he did. He was like, mmm.
2: He was like, oh, but Hilo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Can't disappoint Hilo, oh, my big you, dumb no, son. You, you
2: can't disappoint Hilo.
0: No. no. Hilo, what a sweetie peedee was he in this episode with Starbuck, by the way.
2: Yeah. Well, and also, like...
0: And all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, it's not It's not really his fault, but it's also kind of his fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. If he uh, could tell <laughs> the difference between his wife and literally a different woman, then sure, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be mm-hmm. helpful.
2: You know who else couldn't tell the difference? Hera. Yeah.
1: Now that does surprise me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because like the bond between a mother and a child is like unique <laughs> and beautiful.
1: Well, and the Cylons can obviously tell the difference between the different, uh, that, the different yeah, ones. And Hera true. is is half Cylon. That's true. So hmm. that's why that surprises me. Not mm, the yeah. not the whole bond between mother and child thing, which it, probably also yes, but I don't know what what do babies of Parents who have a twin, how does that work? I don't know.
0: Um, well, my nana and her sister were identical twins, and when my mom got sick once and couldn't tell them apart, and decided my aunt Lou was my nan and wouldn't let her own mother near her. So,
1: okay, so it's there's precedent for this. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'll allow it. But yeah, this whole Cylon bit, I I, I would have thought that she would have been like, "Hey, you're a different one." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like not, nah, mommy. Yeah, yeah. Come on, girl. Help us out. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of helping out, I almost blew it last week, but I couldn't help myself but call attention to the moment when Starbucks turns to the bartender and says, um, "When the when the fact that you get a piano and he just looks at her like the fuck uh-huh. and like moves on,
0: It's because the piano player wasn't there and he didn't know why." Yeah, that's asking. a weird. It is a weird thing. That's that whole Starbucks thing.
1: Okay, so is stupid. So, so the the dude playing the piano w- w- was not there. That is that is what we're supposed to believe. Correct. That's what I think. Yeah, I mm, I don't like this. So, okay, this this is actually really good.
2: So she asks about the piano because she she hears the music and it's annoying her. The bartender blows her off Because as far as he's concerned The piano's just a prop And like he doesn't have time for this Right. This I, episode she hears the, the guy playing again And he's just noodling on the same uh, Same notes for a while And he gives, she gives him shit about it And he's like I'm composing And <laughs> uh, she's like yeah right You're just an asshole And she leaves <laughs> That and should comes be back everyone's and,
1: response to everything
2: Hmm. <laughs> And she comes back and he's, he's written a little bit more and she kind of gives him a little more shit and they spar back and forth. And she's like, no, you, you oversensitive ass. It's, I said I liked it, which she never
1: did. No, she never did. But, I do. She does bring up a good point, though. Where and when did they get a piano? Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: that is an excellent question. I, I mean, wonder, if, did they find it on Earth?
1: Th- I oh, mean, that I, could be. Uh, uh, everything's destroyed, but we found one piano that's totally intact and playable. Well,
2: not
0: mm-hmm. everything is... Dis- sh- sh- well.
1: Everything is it, pretty destroyed.
2: It's also worth noting that throughout this episode, Kara has been having like flashbacks and hallucinations of the corpse that is supposedly hers that they found on Earth.
0: Because I uh-huh. have a good theory about Kara Thrace.
2: Um, Excellent. And so... She she begins she strikes up a conversation with this piano player and she gets to know him a little bit more, and she deduces from him his lack of a wedding ring but a deep groove on his ring finger that uh, he is separated, assuming that the wife left him, and he says I left her, and when Kara presses for why he says she wanted to make me give up playing the piano, which we learned he's a professional musician he had a bit of a career going they had a kid and maybe money got tight but he just he, he couldn't let go of his dream and when given an ultimatum he he took off uh, it's an eerily similar story to one uh i, b- I believe it's Dreilide Thrace uh, father to uh, to young cara Thrace uh, did you get the spelling on that name it's d r e i l i d e
0: Okay, and so how's, I was like, "Is how's, his name Dradel?" But no, it's I, not spelled that Draylide, way. Okay. Draylity. I've never heard that name Dramamine? before. It's interesting. Draylity. Well, yeah. in my head, his name is Dradel Thrace.
1: So. Dradel Thrace <laughs> actually has a pretty good ring to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and so th- this and it's this, Hanukkah, so
2: Oh, it is
1: this, happy Hanukkah, this, everyone. Happy, happy Hanukkah,
2: Hanukkah,
1: folks. This
2: uh, this slick. The piano player, he's, he's got a lot of uh, odd similarities to, to Kara's father. And you can tell that she's starting to, to reminisce. And she, she tells him about how his father uh, taught her how to play. And she loved it. And she always wanted to make him proud. She worked extra hard. Not that she knew, thought he was going to be mad, but because she knew he would be so happy for her. Uh, but that uh, you know, one day he up and left. And she never, never played again. And he's like, what, so you're punishing him by, like, by not playing? Okay. Why don't you come over here and play a song? And she's like, no, no, no. And eventually she relents uh, and they, they kind of start to noodle on something. And she realizes that uh, some notes that he draws on, uh, on, on a sheet of music paper, uh, sheet, sheet, music paper right? sheet music paper, sheet music paper, uh, <clears throat> she notices that the, it bears a striking resemblance to a, a pattern of dance that uh, Hera uh-huh. had drawn for her.
0: They were stars.
2: They hold it up to the paper, and sure enough, it, it lines up with the the staff perfectly, and creates the the melody to a song that her father had taught her as a as a child, and so the two of them play it together. And you'll never believe it, listeners. It's all along It's the rock way. and roll. So
0: oh. stupid. This, I'm sorry. I this is so close to being some bullshit I'd be into, <laughs> but it is just like it's so forced all of this the weird daddy issues with the guy where like there are a couple of moments where you think she's going to try to fuck him and it's like especially because he's imagined like there's just so much and then that the song is of course the song like what other song could it be
1: i don't now, know now here's here's my issue with this guy being imaginary the playing of all on the watchtower. That she plays with him in her mind. He's playing a two-hand part and then she's playing a one-hand part over it. I wanted
0: it to be heart and soul. That would have been great. I thought that would have been really funny if the song that they worked out together was just like
1: did it. That would have been fantastic.
0: But it's not.
1: But it's not. Um, and we know that she played the song, actually played it because Ty hears it. They all hear it. They all hear all, it. All the Cylons at least. Yeah. Uh, so she does actually play it, but if he was imaginary, where the fuck did she get a third hand?
2: <laughs> How does Biletar get an uh, invisible hand job?
1: You so you think, think s- about that? So you you think six was?
0: Well, because even when <laughs> I mean hand, hand jobs head. Well, no, but like handjobs aside, <laughs> a sentence I don't get to say nearly often enough. <laughs> also, even when there's that scene. When outside of the like harem or whatever with Baltar, when he keeps trying to push his way in, but it's actually six lifting him up mm-hmm. and it's it's a head six, but we can physically see that he's being moved by her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why it works, but it's quite possible that the piano, you know what I mean, was like that if you saw it from the outside, it would look like Kara playing one-handed on a player piano, you know, like on like a and the keys would be depressing themselves, you know. <laughs>
2: She does at least play a two-handed part because the way we see her initially rest her hands on the piano, and then we see after the, the like the overhead shot after uh, Saul snaps her out of it, both hands are in a position okay. of having just played notes. Um, so she's playing the song, but the thing to understand here is that Slick is Kara's father. Yeah. I yeah. Think. It's not. It's not a, like it's not a resemblance. Stand in, it's not it's, a uh, not standing. It's not just an imagine. Like she is seeing a, a slightly older version than she remembers of her father, and in the dimness of the you know the bar's lighting, I think she kind of gets a, a feeling like you know subconscious like a familiarity, and that's why she opens up to this guy. But it's when there's another power surge and the lights come on bright and she sees his face entirely that you realize, like, she knows, too. Oh, God,
0: I almost but, fucked my ghost dad. <laughs> Th- there you are find some, a nickel for no. every time.
2: <laughs> so, a couple nights ago, when I watched this through the first time, I was picking up on, like, wow, there's a lot of weird sexual tension with her father here. But when I watched it again tonight, uh, from the perspective of, like, remembering this whole scene, I was watching it more closely, and it really does look more like... A daughter looking at her father for approval.
0: For the most part, yes. Except there are two moments. One where she says, you need to get laid or something. And he says, like, oh, well, that might break the tension. Something like that. And then there's another moment. I forget. But there are two that are way too close to, like, (laughs) for my own.
2: I just read that as him being, like, kind of a pretentious fuck. Like, I'm I'm in the zone right now with writing. Oh, for him. Sure. But
0: she, I think, is is being I, very kara
2: in that moment. I don't think he's implying tension with her.
0: No, 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 but I <laughs> think she's
2: she's inferring it.
0: You're right, yes.
2: But again, in in that moment she hasn't yet recognized him for who he is. So.
0: Even though she drummed him up.
2: Yeah. So that that remains the question though, which you know, she she's actually playing. We know that because Saul saw her on but ah, is, this, saw, saw. is this is That's this entirely in her entirely in her head? Is this a Cylon-esque projection? Uh is this another, shall we call them, angel, like a, a six or a balltar? Tune in next her? week to find <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, we don't really know. Uh, but I love that the song that Kara's dad taught her, her as a child is the song that Sam Anders used to play. That it somehow was used as the, like, trigger, like, program trigger for the, the Final Five to awaken. Uh,
0: and as far as we know, that song
2: connected? didn't
0: exist anywhere but Earth prior to it being, right? Like, we're supposed <clears throat> to assume that's an Earth song. Yeah. Okay.
2: And, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe somehow... Uh, Sam introduced it to the the colonies before mm-hmm. you going under or something. We don't we don't know, right? But it's fascinating that it's it's that same song, mm-hmm. and uh, Ty is just furious about it. It's just so he dumb. finally
1: got it out of his head mm-hmm. like that morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I,
2: and of course, this, this adds the layer of mystery. Like, how could Starbuck have been playing a song written by Hera? Uh, you know, written in quotes. Uh, by just doodling some some dots, and you know, she must be connected to some some bigger mystery that's that's pulling all of our strings. I forget Ellen's words here, but but
0: that's I mean, yeah,
2: it's the gist. So
0: I sent Dr. Daniel a message about five <laughs> seconds after seeing that piano that just said, "So help me if Kara plays all along the Watchtower on the stupid piano," <laughs> and then the rest of the episode was just me waiting. For that And then, to happen. and
1: then it happened. Uh,
2: it's just so dumb. The great thing is that she can actually play it. Um, oh, yeah. She's... In, in the uh, the uh Bear McCreary live stuff, they play the song and they have her play the oh, piano. Ha- like, there's a video for it. It's so good. Oh, I good. love
0: that. I was annoyed because I was like, yeah, well, because apparently she's a fucking classical pianist and is recognizing. <laughs> I love the little touch of, like, this show is letting itself get away with more than I mm-hmm think it should in a lot of ways because the show has been so careful about getting too wacky a lot of the time Mm -hmm. Uh, but then they do this thing so like I forget who the composer is but she recognizes it and which is ridiculous because uh, when was the last but whatever but she says the name wrong and her dad corrects her which is such a good like Kara's street smart she's not book smart you know what I mean like she can recognize the song but she's not going to be yeah so I was kind of like all right, it's you know
2: I I love that story though that he taught her to play as a kid and then she just out of like bitterness and disappointment and That's sadness, a character she move. just never played again. Yeah. But you know, it it comes back to her. Not not easily, but she remembers and she plays. Uh and I love that.
0: There's a line. Hold on, where did I I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget. Oh. He says Sometimes lost is where you need to be, yes. which is just his invitation for Kara and I to meet in the lost corner <laughs> at some point.
2: Excellent. Yes.
0: So.
2: Uh, speaking of you and Kara in the lost corner. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, uh, before we get into the unanswered questions, mm. I want to hear about your theory, your super awesome secret theory. So
0: here's my theory. Kara, not a Cylon originally. However, okay. when she finds Earth, it happens to be—now, I know we don't know for sure anything about time travel backwards, fine, but sure. that doesn't mean—we we don't have that disproven yet, right? So, sure. who's to say that—and in fact, in fact, I think we have some proof that it could be because the ship she returns on after she goes to Earth the first time is— Her ship, it's just pristine, right? It's as if it's never been flown before, that it was his first voyage. So, Mm -hmm. the only, like, real kind of, like, we have to go with it being that she retrieved it from the past somehow. Um, So, my theory now is that Kara, who left us, not a Cylon. Kara got to Earth before Earth, before the nuclear war. Mm -hmm. And that Ellen and Co., because they can make Cylons just they only made eight models but we have no reason to think that's because there's some law against making nine or ten or fifteen and so they made a Kara Cylon because for what either I guess it could have been even after she died there's no reason to say but either way Kara who left died on earth Kara who came back as a Cylon that Ellen and co created um so that she could come back
1: interesting okay
0: which would explain why she can suddenly has a sudden like ability to project, and why she and Hera have this new relationship, and why Kara knows the song. Like, there's a yeah. lot of weirdness that didn't that wasn't the case for Kara before. Yeah. um that is now. So that's my new theory.
2: I was just thinking about uh, Kara Thrace and her special destiny.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my band. Like a bad cover band. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: All right, questions time. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, what was Boomer writing in her cell when she first sensed Tyro watching her?
0: Oh, I missed that. Uh,
2: it was. I think it was. I think it was fanfic of whatever, like the you know, Caprica equivalent of anime was that's, before the war. That's right.
1: I was going to say, it's just, I will not shoot the Admiral again over <laughs> the and over again.
2: <laughs> Andrea, what do you think? Um,
0: a real answer is, but it doesn't make sense because she took Hera with her, but it would be like a letter to, to Hera would be the, okay. some like, um, but yeah, I guess we don't, we don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. There's so much going on.
2: For a while, I, I thought we were playing Bluff the Listener. where everyone makes up their own story and you have to guess which one is true. Uh, Do all the ships in the fleet, regardless of their relative crew and passenger size, get to send representatives to the new quorum? Huh? I hope so. The implication is that yes, which would actually make a larger governing body, but a more like direct representative. Do we,
0: do we know? We don't really know the full breakdown of the fleet, right?
2: I'm interested though. No we, we there I think you can find once you're safe to uh to Google search you can find estimated numbers at mm-hmm. various points, yeah, um, uh, but okay. we never actually I don't think we ever actually get uh, a full list except for a couple of times when they say you know like twenty three ships left uh, oh that's more than a third of the fleet right, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean I, I believe there's less ships in the fleet than there are states in the United States, so for each ship to have a representative is not that big of a, a like you know congress is is. Bigger than that, so like you know, it's 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 certainly bigger than the quorum of twelve that they had before, but it's by no means unmanageable. I don't think.
2: Well, and as it stands right now, the the city of St. Louis, which is only three hundred thousand people, has like twenty seven older people or something like that.
0: Right. It's all fake, it's, made up, pretend
1: numbers anyway. So who yeah. cares? Exactly.
2: So uh, like. They, it's it's more like a city council than you know a, a real government. But you know,
1: <laughs> now whatever. now what's what's real interesting though is does each ship get one representative or are, does each ship get a number of representatives proportional to the number of people on those ships? Lee refers to it as the quorum of ships' captains. So, so presumably it is just just the captain the, of every ship.
2: The head of every ship is now the the representative, which also that does is make sense. Probably a hell of a yeah. lot easier than trying to hold elections. With in each ship, and yeah, you're but right. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that because you you know that over on the uh, uh, on the, the on Astra the over on Queen, the, those votes are rigged. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. why did nobody nobody else? Why did nobody else say anything about Kara talking to herself while she was playing piano and like gently fondling her own cheek uh, <laughs> and whatnot uh, until the the three Cylons called her out.
1: Uh because I think most people would just be like, that bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starbuck's drunk again. Been best yeah. not to get involved. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I think that that's it. I mean, Starbuck is drunk. Don't, don't, uh, just stay away. Yeah. Kind of let think, her don't do think her thing. I not that's an unanswered question. That,
1: that girl is a mess. You just let her do her yeah.
0: thing. We've seen Kara be much crazier than this, in fact.
2: So. Yeah. Oh, this is a really good one. If FTL drives cause spatial distortions with the potential to significantly damage ships then why hasn't the FTL b- drive been weaponized by either side? You get on real close and just jump and rip the other ship apart. Yeah. Like, uh, just send your raptors in as a, like, like they, they get in your guts and then blow you apart from, from inside. Just meet everywhere.
1: That's a good it's, point.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because sometimes they pretend like we have to reserve our ability to... To use the FTL drives, right? That's why.
2: (laughs) like, And this is
0: one of those, if they could go willy-nilly with it, they would.
2: Sometimes they act like they can go willy-nilly, and then Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, oh, we can only do this so often, and it's it's a long, elaborate countdown process. Exactly. Uh, So here's one that we we discussed before, but uh, this is a a more specific scenario. Uh, In the episode Rapture, Hera recognizes Athena as her mother. Even though they had been separated since her birth, and Mm -hmm. even though Boomer had been caring for her, has Hera lost that ability, or did she recognize Boomer and go with her anyway?
1: Oh yeah, that's an interesting
2: wrinkle. I Hera's in on it. I didn't even think about her recognizing Boomer. Yeah, Yeah.
0: even if Hera doesn't know, she's in on it. If if Ty or whoever said that is correct, and that there she's got some sort of like, you know, mystical like, connection to something somewhere, it's quite possible that it just... Oh.
1: What if Hera is the Cylon God?
0: I would love that.
1: What if God is the Cylon Hera?
0: What if God is one of us? Just a a slob, like, one of us.
1: Just a Cylon (laughs) on
2: the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Just a Cylon. Uh, yes. trying to make his way home to a place called earth. Ooh. Uh, Andrea, any additional, uh, theories, comments, dilemmas? Yeah. What happens when the
0: show is over with me and my life?
2: <laughs> I think you can finally have one. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't want that. You uh, can
2: finally yeah. use
1: the internet again. Yeah.
2: You have two watch sessions left.
1: Oh, my God. Caleb, that's, that's a good point. We've got one more regular episode, and which? then we've got the three-part season finale, which we are going to do all at once.
0: <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so close.
0: Like, I literally could right now watch yeah. the last episode I will ever watch before the series finale.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm not Leg- going- legally Legally, you can.
0: Oh, yeah. my God. That is... I'm not... I'm not ready. I'm, I'm. I'm really. I'm truly not ready for this. Should
1: we? Should we put the podcast on pause till next year? Mm-hmm. Get through the holidays and then you. Yeah. can... Yeah,
0: that would be good for me.
2: Well, uh, we got to figure out what the hell is going on with with the ship now. If the, uh, the, the I think the chief's job just got a hell of a lot harder. <laughs> uh, we and it's his out, fault too. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely his fault, and he knows it. Uh, and so uh, we got to see how he how he gets his. Uh, Gets his way out of this one. Uh, we got to figure out what happens with, with Hera. Presumably, she uh, she gets taken back to to Cabal and that's not something I want to think about. Mm-mm. And uh, we got to figure out what the fuck is going on with Starbug. Uh, She's so I guess Cylon. We're gonna we're gonna do some uh, some FTL target practice, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you all somewhere next week. So say we all. So say we all.
0: So say we all. I didn't. I wasn't ready to say it, but I said it so say we all begin jump prep we're leaving
1: we will be back start your prep set condition one is a night shift radio production visit nightshiftradio.com for more information